Good Thursday afternoon to you. My name is Chris, the host of Creative Encouraging Your Spirit, the podcast. We're back from vacation, and I thought I would come on and uh, give an episode today. Today, we're going to be studying James. I'll uh, share the link of the song that I use. I've tried to record this. This is the second time that I've recorded it. And I tried using my phone and it didn't work out. So that must mean this is an excellent podcast because that has never happened before. So anyway, here we are. I'm reading these notes. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. The historical context of this scripture is that James is, is being written to newly emerging Christians uh, that and the church at this time was beginning to see the kind of persecution that they would be forced to deal with, as well as having to deal with the first test of their faith as they struggle with this idea of allowing Gentiles, which were Christians at that time, to take place among them. Overall, it is said that the book of James is devoted to exposing hypocritical practices and encouraging uh, correct Christian behavior. It's uh, said also that it's kind of a mission statement that exhorts the faithful to prove their faith through their actions, to demonstrate it in their everyday lives. It counsels patience in the face of trials and tribulations, citing the moment of trial as a moment of joy in that it was an opportunity to put faith into practice and to demonstrate fortitude and strength in the face of crisis through the reliance uh, in faith and in God. What does that mean uh, for our lives today? Because I think in addiction to historical context, I said a lot of things. What does that mean for our everyday life? Me, you, us, we're conditioned uh, in the avoidance of pain and suffering. It does seem simple enough to think that because I don't know about you, but I have a PhD already in avoidance. Uh, I can't uh, begin to tell you the number of times that things have blown up in my face because I wanted to avoid pain, the trial, the crisis, hard conversations, the situation. I just wanted or had this belief, this idea that things should be better, that somehow I had failed because I wasn't uh, experiencing whatever the good was supposed to be. I don't know if I have any friends out here in the world or in and on the world wide web and life that have had that experience, you know, yet I think the reality is, or another way to think about it is that uh, while it's true that many of us have been conditioned to believe that success is the equivalence of avoidance, it isn't. We, uh, we haven't failed. It isn't true. Think of it this way. You meet us. We've heard different quotes. You know, uh, God will never put more on you than you can bear. Uh, that which doesn't kill us makes us stronger. Phenomenal will, phenomenal skill. Ernest Hemingway, uh, if you've ever read any of his work, says that the world breaks everyone and afterward many are strong at the broken places. Both, according to are attempts by the strong-minded men to articulate what the writer of the book of James has already believed uh, and said before. Strong-minded men, I said that wrong. Both of these attempts um, uh, by strong-minded men to are, are, are written to articulate with the writer of the book of James had already set out long before. Strong-minded men who believed that they could do it on their own, that their will 
could be sufficient. And the truth for today is, is what is what manifests in the spirit that allows us to prevail. It's also true that Abba has set us up to succeed. I know that's a challenge for many of us to believe because oftentimes what we think success looks like, uh, sometimes it doesn't. Or sometimes that, that level of success and whatever, you know, those attributes, characteristics, things that we can touch and feel have yet to show up. So we're like, we don't even know if it's success unless it, it is this thing. So the only way we believe that we are winning is if it looks a certain way. You know, the truth also is that Abba knows where every attack will come from, how every crisis will emerge, the location of every problem in the long road of our lives. And, and, and next to each trial, Abba has placed a promise and a provision for our success. I think oftentimes the challenge in understanding and grasping this concept is that we feel that because Abba knows all these things, and if, if that's true, then that means Abba's supposed to remove the affliction. We have that expectation that, you know, I don't know if I believe that because Abba didn't removed it and that's that was you know what's what's the what's the what's the point of having a god that heals unless he heals everything i'm just talking to you know i'm just just trying to be real i'm not trying to to be disrespectful at all i'm just saying these are things that i've thought in my life i've met people who've had these these thoughts and i know that's a challenge when we're looking at believing when you have to live out your life you know what i'm saying because there are experiences i'm gonna just stop sharing right quick there are experiences that many of us have and have had in our life that life has locked us has knocked us out on our face knocked us on our back i think that's why les brown says if you get knocked down be sure to get knocked down on your back because if you get knocked down on your back you can get up again you know there are all these different mantras that people have there's phenomenal will phenomenal skill i'm thinking of uh the the motivational speaker uh, eric thomas and he's also a pastor and I'm not saying that phenomenal will and skill are not excellent attributes to have and, and that, that they aren't helpful. I've on this very podcast have talked to you about your mindset and what it is that you believe and how that how having the wrong mindset has been a challenge, not only to things that happen in my personal life, but when we look in the scriptural applications of people that they were thinking, believing and not thinking the right things, life turned out in all kinds of varied ways. What is the point? The point I believe is that we're gonna need something deeper than just will and skill. And the reality is sometimes we can't do things just on our own mind. I mean, what would you really need faith for if you could do it in your own strength? What would you need faith and belief for if you could just go down to the bank and just buy it? Why would you need God for that if you could do it? That's just, I'm just, 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 just sharing thoughts that I've had. I don't know if I have any friends that have thought the same thing. But we'll we'll continue, shall we? I'm gonna try to get to the right screen. Hang on, we're going back to my screen. So I don't know if I have any friends that have thought that, but I think you know wherever you find yourself today, here's things that we know for sure. Every trial is our day in court to prove what God already knows that we, me, you, us, we can win, we can overcome. Our life in Christ is about meeting obstacles and overcoming them. Our job in crisis, trials, and affliction is to look for wisdom, to make the right use of it, to revel in the promise. Our experiences, affliction, crisis reveals. I'm not saying that it's going to be easy to do that, nor am I saying that, that you, me, us can do this immediately. Yet it's also true that we're overcomers. 
it's also true that we won't be overtaken by the trials and afflictions and problems that affect our life. So if you, me, anybody that hears this podcast is encountering a difficulty in your life, a moment of crisis that has you on your knees, it has you on your back, that has you wondering, how will I make it? How will I overcome? What's the truth for today? What's encouraging and empowering beyond that moment? Take the moment in the space to lament. I'm not going to take that from you. But it's also true that when you can, stand up and look around you because there is a promise and a provision waiting to be discovered in that moment. There is no experience that is ever wasted. It teaches us something. I'm not saying that we all are always immediately available and ready to learn whatever it is that is there to teach us or that we're able to see it. But it is my constant prayer that we enlighten our heart and open our mind to see whatever it is we're supposed to learn in those moments that we experience. Because there's no way to get out of life without experiencing a trial, without experiencing a promise, without experiencing affliction. I know in the movies or sometimes in our deepest fantasy, it, it is, but that's not real life, okay? That's all I have for you today. I just wanted to share that because I have been experiencing some some affliction and, and problems and experiences. It's just life stuff. You know, I was texting um, my favorite apostle, also known as guest, guest to the show, Anton, and, and talking, you know, about a recent experience where I was, um, my biggest worry at one time was about a lawnmower and, and would I uh, be able to cut the grass because, you know, in the back of my mind, I had the concerns from last year when I didn't have a lawnmower, I was trying to get the lawnmower and the landlord people were saying, you know, your grass is growing too high, you need to cut the grass. So I was living in that reality rather than the reality that I was living in and only to have another crisis happen. And I know there's somebody saying the lawnmower in crisis, hey, crisis subject to the context, subject to the person. Everybody experiences something that is troubling to them. We respect all crises. Anyway, um, only to discover that later I had the experience of having, you know, the the car conk out on me. And I I wasn't expecting the car to conk out uh, in Philadelphia and having to bring it back to Illinois. The cost of that, the emotional labor and the reality of how much I, uh, feelings are surrounded in the car. Yeah. So, so it's all of those experiences have been, you know, trials and then just sitting in those different experiences, because one of the things I like to do uh, is, is sit on the porch and, and just, you know, enjoy the sunshine or enjoy the day. I like to do that. I've always liked to do that. And just realizing as you look around you and you realize, you know, your neighbors are living their lives there, you know, fixing things on their house and, and, and cutting their grass and things like that. And you just have a moment to think. Or there's this momentary thought that often comes in your spirit. Am I the only one going through? Because it seems like everybody else is living their best life. Everybody else is. I don't, I don't know if there are other people that have had that experience, but I have. You know, I, I, I don't believe that I'm alone. I just know you can't necessarily talk back to me on this recording. But wherever you find yourself, know that you are overcoming you, and you, are, you can't overcome. You're an overcomer that, you know, there's wisdom and revelation and uh, provision and a promise alongside of whatever it is that you're facing. You know, I was listening to this uh, 
teaching some time ago that says when we get crises in our life, we should be excited because that means there's a promise that is to be revealed. It does not mean it's the end of the world or it's something terrible. We should look at it as an opportunity. I know that's a challenging mindset because often many of us, including myself, have had the expectation that when a problem comes, that means the only answer that I am willing to accept is that you're going to take me out of this, this issue that you're going to fix it, that you're going to make it right, that there's some reconciliation, there's some restitution, there's something depending on what the situation is. And sometimes that's true and sometimes that isn't. And sometimes it's also true that we're not patient enough, we're not willing to enlighten our heart, to open our eyes, to be willing to see, is there something deeper? And I, I encourage you today to think about that. You know, you might not be able to do that immediately, when you're facing something, but at some point, I pray and hope that you will. Remember that you're an overcomer, that there's no situation that you can ever experience that I was like, oh, I didn't know that was gonna happen. I ain't got no plan, best of luck to you. That is never Abba's response, okay? Never, 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 never. You don't have to feel Abba's presence to know that he's present. And I say he, but for you, it could be spirit. For you, it could be she, it could be they. Hey, it's all good. We're learning and we're growing. And I, what I really want us to learn and grow and know with beyond a shadow of a doubt is who Abba wants to be for us in every situation and experience that we face. To know immensely how deeply that we love. To know that you, me, us, we are never, ever, ever alone. That's what I want us to know. Hope you join me on that journey because that's, that's what we're trying to, to, to continue to grow and know in this uh, next seasons of podcast. I appreciate you for taking time to listen to me today, wherever you may find yourself. Please know that I'm here to, to pray with you, to encourage you, to empower you, to educate you. I believe in you. I love you. There's not a single circumstance thing uh, that you can say or do that will ever change the infinite love that I have for each and every one of you. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hope you all have a great rest of your day. Peace. And in case you didn't know my name, I'm always here, Chris. Bye.